Welcome to Talking Baseball. We previewed the East region. Now it's time to preview the Central. There's a lot of teams and there's some that are good, we think. Let's do it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Baseball. My name is Jimmy. Sitting right next to me is Jake. We got Trevor in California and producer BBD in the corner. How's everyone doing? I hope you're doing well. Puig just went to the Braves. We like that. We're not talking about the East. We're talking about the Central. Jake, what's your favorite Central? My favorite Central. A little behind the scenes. Uh, Shout out to the Patreons. We got a bunch of new ones. We might shout them out in a minute. But some serious technical difficulties today, uh, which is pretty wild. But uh, that's part of the biz. So we're fighting through that. Uh, Jim, my favorite Central. It's all of it. It's all the teams in the Central this year because I'm just excited baseball is coming back. We talked about doing a Jake excitement meter. I was actually falling asleep, and then I saw Trevor's face, and I got really excited, and then I had a Red Bull, and then we had technical difficulties, and I came down a little bit, but I'm about to have the best episode of my life. We're about to fall into our Central group takes, because I don't think any of us know who we love in the NL Central. Uh, Look good, play good. Trevor Plouffe. My favorite Central. Yeah. Yep. It's a tough one for me. Mm. Central Park. I know we kind of discussed this before. I was talking about lollipops. Kind of <laughs> over the lollipop thing now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was take one. Seems days that ago. That was take one. But uh, I don't know, man. I agree with your um, your take that we don't know anything about we these central nothing. divisions. It's not because we don't know the guys and the players. It's because they're pretty tight. I think you know. Obviously, in the central, we have one team that's supposed to be the best. But other mm. than that, man, all these teams kind of lump themselves together. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there was something I was going to say, and I think it was that this episode of Talking Baseball is brought to you by Owen R. Hughes, Kevin O'Brien, Kevin Blum, Greg Pinay, Wilt127, Jordan Kennard, Jacob Kim, Josh Carmel, Kyle Smotrees, Mike MZX, uh, capital X at the end, obviously. Jack Tripper, Justin Peterson, Klinger, 4077, Marla, guessing Marla Braves, congrats on Puig, maybe not Marla Braves, Jake Walter, and a lot of others that we're going to say on next week. If you want to watch live and see the shit show of technology failure debacle live, you can be a Patreon and join us. We had a lot of people hanging out that got to witness it. So thank you to everyone that signed in, signed up and supported us. We appreciate it. BBD, can you mute your own computer? Because we got the boops again. A little skitty bop bop. Skitty bop bop bop. Freshman year of college, I was in American history class, and the pro- the professor just talked about you know scat music became popular, and I had a kid raised his hand, and it was like a scene out of Glee, mm. and he was like, "Hey, is scat music like perfect, like yeah. on pitch?" And the professor was like, "Yes." Yeah. The whole class was like, you fucking loser. Yeah, you've been saving up <laughs> saving up your scat music skills for this one. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Um, well, hey, live. Puig to the Braves. We all like that. Thumbs up. Perfect. Love it. I, all we've been saying is contender, 
And I, I said contender and not on the West Coast. Those are my two things I wanted. I want to be able to watch him in prime time in hours that I'm awake. And I want him on a contender. So I'm incredibly happy with this. And I I mean, I, I hope people didn't think I was coming down too hard on Marcelo Zuna the other day, but... Go look at Ozuna and Puig's stats side by side. Puig's better. <laughs> uh, so, and he's he's kind of a he's a reverse split guy. So Puig's actually better against righties. I love him, and now like I I have a reason to root for the Braves. So I thought they were your Braves. They were, and I kind of came down on them last episode, and so the Braves AA Anthopolis heard me, and so he brought in my guy Puig. So thank you, Alex. Yeah. I mean, like, where do you slot him in the lineup? You're saying that these numbers are are fun, Ozuna and Puig combined? Who said that? Okay. Can we hear Trev? No. Lost Trev. Awesome. There it is. Trev, did you have anything good to say about Puig that I missed? (laughs) I I asked, like, where do you slot him in the lineup? Cleanup. Five. Somewhere around there. When do you slot Acuna back into a better slot than hitting leadoff? That's the best slot. Little League rules. Yeah. Sometimes I agree with that. Sometimes I want that guy. Why five, Jake? Slot him, slot him four. Or slot Freeman going to be four and he five? Put him three in front of Freeman. Puig's good. I think you, you want to get your big three up I think, there. Albies, Acuna, Freeman. is more Freeman. of like a six and or a four. seven. So I, that's why I said and four. And then Azuna or, or Puig. I mean, they clearly, I mean, they paid... 19 million for Ozuna or something yeah. like that so they clearly have higher expectations than they do for Puig so but yeah he's he's in the heart of that lineup so that's that's awesome It's interesting I I don't see him slotting into the four slot maybe I haven't seen enough of his numbers but to I think I mean, it's he's four more or like five. five he's not going to be six seven six guy. who's going to yeah. be ahead of him He's not, there's I mean, when he went to the Indians last year, he went straight into the four hole and stayed there. The Braves don't have five better hitters than Puig. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe the five hole, maybe the five hole is where he lives. Every once in a while, you shock the lineup and put him at the top. Boom, that'd be fun. Bang, boom, bang, biddly bang. Um, you had the side by sides, Jake, which I love a good side by side. I'm just telling you, I think people would be shocked by these numbers. Let's do the last three years, 2017 through 2019. Oh. Is that the same? I think that'll change it a little bit. Will it? Okay, I don't know. Ozuna has one big outlier year, which okay. affects everything. Yeah, yeah, so that does help it in Ozuna's benefit. But Puig's best years are his early years, whatever. It's good. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Good All for right. Atlanta. Enjoy. We're going to move on. Good for baseball. Good for Yeah, it was good for baseball. If Puig went to Japan or somewhere else, that was bad for baseball. He's a lightning rod. Uh, you can tell when a player is good for baseball by if there's a lot of people that hate him while also there's a lot of people that love him. That means those guys are, are fun entertainment. Like Harper. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the central. Jake, you're going to navigate us through. Tell us what teams uh, we're going through. I think we're going to do it in the same kind of thing, worst to best. Well, I think the the only news, other news things that we had to mention briefly, Buxton got hurt. Early words is that he's not as bad as it initially looked. We'll see. I know Trevor Plouffe was trying to get some insight on that. I, We've I got... do have the info. I okay. Do. So I reached out to someone within the organization. They said that so far they found no structural damage. He's going back for some more pictures today to see if they can find something because he still is in 
a lot of pain. Uh, and they were talking it's something with his top of his left foot. So hopefully it's nothing serious and it, he just banged it up. Uh, that's yeah. kind of best case scenario and he can take a few days off and get back out there. Uh, so we're kind of sending good vibes over to Byron because they're just – that team needs him. Um, he has the potential to break out at any point. So he's he's one of those guys that you want to see on the field. He's He's good for baseball. Yeah, he had his best hitting year last year, and they're kind of just waiting. He's got one year with over 100 games, but just a different dude on a field. I know you got to see it live, and you were, just the way you were talking about the way he moves is, like, special. Yeah, you don't you don't see it every day. All right, so we'll get to that with the Twins, and then Jordan Hicks opting out. That was the other news, and they're also in the Central, so let's just do it. And I think the way we did it last time was kind of fun. The crescendo style, the story of the crescendo, a lot of people on Twitter are talking about it. And I think we've got an easy start here, and it's what I woke up to this morning was our guy Ray tweeting at us saying, don't sleep on the Tigers. And A, I love the hustle, Ray. Mm-hmm. B, feel free to tweet at me all the time with, about your team, at all of us. C, I'm sleeping on the Tigers. They're terrible. Ray followed up his post talking about all their top prospects, which is very nice. And a couple of the pitchers are now hitting 22-23. You might see them. You might not. But sleep on the Tigers. Sleep on the Tigers. I'm trying to find that um, that tweet. What was his what's his name? Ray, whatever. It was Ray. I don't know. I would. He basically I responded just listed to him a bunch morning. of names, and he said these are the prospects. They could have a good year. Blah blah blah. It's spring training, or in this case, summer camp optimism. Yeah. Every team has it. Every fan base has it. Everybody knows that feeling of like, hey, it could happen. And then you realize when you look back, that was not smart to think that way. Well, here's what I, I appreciate Ray Reynolds at Ray Reynolds 31 tweeting at us because this is what this tweet did for me. Tigers fans have a reason to watch the season if they do let the young kids play. Which I don't think they will. <laughs> which, yeah, I don't think they will either. Uh, then there would be a, a – but definitely sleep on them as if they're going to win any games this year. But I was excited that Tigers fans have some excitement. At least Ray a does. A lot of heart. At least Ray this, does. This is what's going to happen. I'm gonna tell they're going to be bad. Everybody in Detroit, what's going to happen with their team? They're going to let these guys play. Some of these guys, they picked up some cheap free agents. They're going to let them play. Hopefully, they play well. They're going to flip them, try to get whatever they can for them. And then maybe, maybe you're going to start to see some of those guys come up around the 40 game mark. That's, I that's mean, a big I was maybe. A- I was excited to see the, the 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 flip parade in Detroit in a full season. You know, we got guys like Mabin, Crone, uh, Scope, Romine, all could be flipped. But I don't in the shortened season. Like, yeah, they'd have to be a lights out, and we'd need to have other teams. You know, if you get other opt outs or other like go down for Corona, yeah. you can look to the Tigers to to refill it there and give them something for those guys, just on yeah. the cheap probably. Root, root for Nico Goodrum to be good. Cool dude, yeah, playing shortstop. Did you? He was in Minnesota, right? Did you? You knew him there? I did. I mean, he was uh, in the minor leagues, but you know, he'd come over for big league camp, and um, definitely a guy that like stood out. He, he kind of knew there he wasn't getting much opportunity, but when you when I saw him play, you'd be like, oh, that guy's pretty good. And um, you know, he found his way to the big leagues with the Tigers, and he's he's put together some some. Uh, some decent years here, so I'm happy okay. for him. 
So Trevor Plouffe taking credit for Nico Goodrum's talent. Uh, Tigers fans, we're sorry. Uh, it's it's going to be a tough shortened season. Maybe you see some of your young guys. We can't we can't really dive into. That. What really sucks is you have Ron Gardenhire there, and at least there's some saving grace. You get some entertainment out of watching him tear into umpires yeah. and get thrown out. But even like, this year, you can't argue. Damn. Yeah, but if no there is one guy that, that will argue. So. It's Ron. The good news for the Tigers is that they open up four games against the Royals, so you can establish yourself. You can establish yourself as not the worst team. Pretty cool. Just you know, get one rung up the ladder. Right now, both feet are on yeah. the ground. Well, and speaking of one rung look up the ladder, I'll I'll let you guys choose who's who's the worst team: the Royals or the Pirates? Royals. I think it's the Royals. Okay, we're staying in the Central AL Central. What does Vegas have? They had the Royals, right? The over-unders? Royals. Royals, it says they have a 3.1% chance to win the division, so... That's huge. Don't sleep on the Royals. We know Jason Kendall used to be involved in their front office. Gotta love that. <laughs> we like that a lot. What's the storyline here, Solaire? See if you can hit some bombs. They still have wit. You know, Hunter Dozier's come up and been pretty good for them. Yeah. At, if you're kind of just looking at what they have, I mean, they're in a transitional phase. A rebuild, if you will. So we're going to, you know, this is going to be another team where it's like you got to pick a few things out to be interested in them. And it's going to be if anybody gets flipped, maybe a young guy comes out and tears it up and you get excited about that. Uh, but it's going to be another tough year. They have half a lineup. Whit Merrifield's good. Adalberto Mondesi might lead the league in steals. Solaire was a monster. Dozier had a really good year. Alex Gordon's a veteran. I mean, you, you've got half a lineup there. And, and they have a, a really good rotation of slightly below average pitchers. <laughs> If you're looking for a 4.80 ERA pitcher. Like, if you're looking where you could see a guy and you're like, well, he's a big leaguer, <laughs> and that's about the description, They're, they got that on lock. Yeah, I got nothing. The Royals are kind of tough. They're I mean, have to score a lot of runs, and I just don't see it happening. Yeah. They got Montgomery, um, 94 ERA plus, then 102. Jacob Junis. 90 ERA plus, 99. Like, they're right below average. They're yeah. there. They're competing. They're Not in there. the league. This reminds me a lot of the teams I played on in Minnesota, maybe, you know, the 2013-14 Minnesota Twins, where it's like you got some guys that can hit. Um, your pitchers are decidedly average, and it's going to be tough for you to win over a, a full season. Yeah. So I think uh, they're – they're in a tough spot right now. Maybe root for Michael Franco to turn it around. He was a big prospect for the Phillies, and it never kind of happened. Maybe he wakes up and realizes he's in Kansas City. Like, turn it around, man. Um, Kansas City people reach out because, I don't know, your your top prospects aren't supposed to get there till 2022, 2023. Let us know if we miss something. But Well, you missed Glenn Sparkman. I did miss Glenn Sparkman. I mean, uh, come on. Bring the spark. We'll get to that guy Complete later. Complete game shutout last year. Yeah. Yeah, against the White Sox. Then, uh, but a six-seven-one ERA uh, once he went to the rotation. All right, let's get through the mud and at <laughs> least get to our guys in Pittsburgh, and we can talk about Cole Tucker if we want. I think the Pirates are a low-key fun bad team. Okay, the top that. of 
the top of the lineup is a lot of guys you may not know. Brian Reynolds is really good. Adam Frazier can control the bat. If Josh Bell and Polanco can kind of be the dudes they are, we've got another half lineup team, and the pitching gets pretty weak pretty pretty quick. Uh, but, I mean, Archer went down for the year, and uh, Jamison Tyone, our guy, is also out. So, J-Mo. Uh, Keona Keela still hasn't reported. Do we know what that is? But I think he said he doesn't like baseball anymore. It's just out. Yeah. Just over it. Yeah. It happens. Um, that's not true. Cole Tucker's so nice. Yeah, he's the best. And, you know, I almost don't want to say mean things about the Pirates because I like Cole so much. Right. They're young. They're fun. Cole Tucker said they were texting each other about, hey, let's get out the gate hard. Uh, hard. It's going to be a sprint. They have a new manager. So there might be some like gung ho ness, you yeah, know, and some like some more like team chemistry going on. You would think maybe with Shelty over there, but I don't don't ex- I don't think I don't expect them to last the length of it. But I hope they give us a little bit of the nine, 2019 Mariners, where like they spark the conversation early on. That's what I'm hoping from the Pirates. I think we'll see some of the young guys come and have and continue to have a good start to their career, and I think that's exciting for you know Pittsburgh fans. To come and see that. So, I mean, it's, you got to face the music. Like, you're still in your rebuilding yeah. phase. And they had when, some good bats, though. I remember being surprised. It's really pesky. Trade. They made a tough trade getting Archer. You know, I, I was all in yeah. on Archer and turning it around. But as you could tell now. I well, mean, it turns out that guys. if you don't have good pitching department, you won't get good pitchers, nor will good pitchers stay good when you trade for them. So, Coach John Boy. Yeah, yeah. I... Uh, like, Brian Reynolds was way better than I thought Yeah, he had a great rookie year. Great. Um, Jim, I, could you get me their schedule quick? Because, I like you're saying, I think the best thing that we can do is root for the Pirates to get to a hot start because that adds to the an- anarchy that will be the NL Central this year. Yeah. Um, if they, they don't throw have, a 10-4 out there. If they do, it would be an impressive. If they do, we'd really be talking about okay. it. Okay. They open up in St. Louis against the Cardinals. Okay. Then they go to Milwaukee and play three straight. Um, no, they don't, they go back to Pittsburgh. But it's, it's Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs right away, then Twins. So they're going through the gauntlet <laughs> they're going through right it. away. Like. You would hope that the Tigers and the Royals showed up quicker. Uh, the Tigers don't show up until the third or, or third week or whatever. So they go through the gauntlet right away. So if they are a ten and four after all that, then I think we're all we're going to be like, wow, holy shit, yeah. maybe. But uh, I don't see it happening. They're outgunned. Yeah, they're outgunned. But hopefully they can have some fun. They're outgunned. Boys, they had, they had Garrett Cole. Not too long ago, <laughs> right. they had Tyler Glass, Glass now. now. Not too long ago, Austin. But Meadows. even 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 Cole, they didn't get the best out of him. They don't. I mean, they, did they rehaul their pitching development? I don't had know. Had to. I they think they just didn't have the good Coca Cola mixture there, and they got to figure that yeah. out. Yeah, because clearly Houston did, and now the Yankees have it because Cole brought it over. Gonna be a. It's, it's tough. The Yankees it's, have had it. We we asked people yeah. within the Yankees, and they're like, ah, oh, everyone has that mixture. But the good, good mixture is what I'm talking about. That good, good. Yeah. The, the, that, like, as a Pirates fan, man, it's got to be tough just to see like Glass now and Meadows do what they did. Yeah. Meadows, and that really does. Man. It does mean that there is a lack of 
um, development on their pitching side. Yeah. yeah. I guess we've kind of seen it. So, I mean, they were, I think they were the most old school team in their approach around the league. Yeah. Got to figure it out. That's why they got rid of Hurdle. Yeah, they got they got the whole new front office. Uh, good luck in good luck in Pittsburgh. We'll talk about you next year. Um, where you want to go next, Jake? This now where is you go? This is this, this is great. I love this. This is where it gets. Yeah, I feel I like go, I, I'm I think you go. I think you go White Sox next. I was going White Sox, yeah. and they're a, they're a pesky little fan base. I take Indians next if I was that was my choice. Yeah, but you're weirding me out with that, Trevor. Yeah, we'll we'll get to your Indian stuff in a minute. Trevor okay. Plouffe is not making friends in Cleveland. Well, because he pissed the White Sox fans off so much right. when he did the PPP back back in February. So he's making good with them. Okay. I so, I just Okay, keep going. Initial, White Sox first. Initial look at the White Sox lineup. They can go one through six really good. I've always liked Nomar Mazzara. They could potentially go one through seven. Really strong in that lineup. And then Giolito, Keuchel, and then if one of Lopez and Cease figures it out, yes, we're starting to build a baseball team. I think the bullpen's a little thin, but this is this is a good baseball. This is a good baseball team. Young, fun, we'll see when it counts and it matters. That's what I kept telling White Sox fans all last year. This is your last year where there's no stakes and you can just have fun and be the young team with a great clubhouse because they do have a great clubhouse. But now I think, like, if they don't have a winning – well, the 60-game season throws it off. You yeah. know I was saying? If they don't have a winning record this year in a 162-game season, then it's time to be like, all right, well, you know, fun is fun, but let's win because we have the talent. They have a lot of talent. Um, who's this kid named Mendick? I'm not super familiar with Danny Mendick, but I'd like to be. You guys. What? I'll tell you. I want to That's get his back. name, I'm, Travis. I'm looking Mendick. up as well, but I'm telling you why I'm kind of flip-flopping on the, my White Sox take. Okay. I've just heard so many people talk about Luis Robert, like in like the yeah. most positive light. And if he is what they think he is, that changes everything. Because I'm pretty sure what I said in February when we were doing these is like, they have, it's a young team. You can't count on that. Like they're counting on this guy to come up and be somebody. And you don't know. And, but I've just continued to get bombarded with reports on this guy and just how good he looks and he's a game changer, the next star. I'm like, okay, if that comes to fruition, that's that's different. That's like a Ronald Acuna dude coming up and changing the Braves culture. So it, It's almost unfair, right? I mean, he's, he's a young dude, he's 22, and you could have all the talent in the world and have a bad 60-game season, especially as a rookie, so... It, it'd be awesome for baseball and the White Sox and everyone if he is gangbusters, but you're kind of right. Like, you know what you're going to get out of Jose Abreu, Tim Anderson, Yasmani Grandel, Edwin, Eloy. It'd be cool if Eloy could take that step because he's supposed to be special, and right now they have him slotted six-hole, which is almost a compliment to the White Sox, and, and that could easily change and slide up if he's good. But Luis Robert really does become a game-changer. Is he... Right now they have him slotted two-hole. Is he the special next Ronald Acuna, or is he a rookie trying to figure it out? Don't put too much pressure on the kid. I think people are putting too much pressure on him. But he looks amazing, and, and I, I'm excited. Someone told me it's Robert because he's Ooh. Cuban, but it's his middle name, Luis Robert Moye or something like that. So I don't know how you pronounce the name. Okay. I keep hearing is it people Robert? say Robert. I, I think it's Robert, but I was told someone told me it was Robert. I don't know. Whatever. People are talking. 
Um, you know what? You know what they have going oh, dude. for them? They have a they what? Moncada's on this team too. Yeah, I was gonna right? say you guys haven't even talked about Yaw Moncada. Yeah, because that's we, another guy. Like you, you look at his stats and it's like, holy crap. Okay, we're we're looking at Danny Mendick there. Yeah, you throw him up at the top of the line. We're going off of Fangraphs, and and right now they have him down. Does he have? He's got the, the Corona. Yeah. No, um, it's undisclosed. Undisclosed. Yeah. Excuse me. Jesus. Um, man, that gives them a one through eight. That I think. Yeah, they have a great lineup. And what did so we say? So it comes down to the pitching. Last episode. If you get more information, you're allowed to change your mind. I've gotten more yeah. information. I've turned my projections upside down a little bit with the White Sox. Dude, I like Keuchel still, too. I like I don't, I don't understand why everyone's out on Keuchel. He's never been a peripherals guy. Like, he's a ground ball pitcher with a beard. Last year, he came and played for the Braves. In 14 of his 19 starts, he allowed three runs or less. I don't care what his final ERA was. That's good. You trust him. That's 14 games out of 19 where he gave your team a good shot to win. He did not fuck it up. So, you know, in a lot of those games, he went he went six plus. Only only th- only three only two he didn't make it out of the fifth inning. No, only one. He okay. Wow. So 13. I love 13 out of the 19 games he made it out of the fifth inning and three or less runs. That's what he, like, you know what I mean? I don't need any other numbers to pop. He keeps you in games. So if that lineup, which we're saying is one through seven, I like Keuchel. A lot of people act like he's washed up and done. I, I think he can still uh, help you win ball games. I also think Gio Gonzalez is the same shit and fighting the same battle. If they can pitch, man. If they can pitch. Their bullpen, you know, yeah. you got Colome back there. Who's, I've seen him. He's, I've played behind Colome before, and it's a – it's never easy, but he gets the job done. <laughs> that makes you want me to sense. play my game with Luis with uh, Gio Gonzalez last year? Sure, Jim. Sixteen out of nineteen games, three earned runs or less. The same thing. These people people cut out this pitcher. Baseball fans have eliminated from their brains because it's either your fucking Cole, Corbin, Scherzer, like a gangbusters, or you're bad. You can be a dude who just is a professional at not uh, killing your your game. We we got in some pretty good Twitter spats last year with kids kids on Yankees Twitter talking about prospects ex FIP and what they should do and we were like go get Keiko or Geo because those guys can pitch. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I'm rooting for the White Sox. Yeah, I want them to win the division. Oh well, we'll get to Trevor's Windians in a minute. I mean, should we just bang out the AL Central at this point? Because the, the whole NL Central is Yeah, yeah. Let's keep going. Fight. Keep so going, let, AL. Let's do the AL Central. We'll go to Trevor's Indians. Try to convince – please try to convince me on the Indians. I want I want to be convinced. I would love it to think in my head that it's a three-team race in, in the AL Central. Well, it is. So <laughs> – According I'll to you, it's a one-team race. I'll say this about the Indians. It I mean, should be. The Twins are the real deal. You've got a very strong middle of the lineup with pros on the outside. It'll be interesting to see if our guy Mercado can take a leak. Take a leak. <laughs> Been there. Um, can Fran Mil Reyes take a leap? Cesar Hernandez, you kind of know what you're going to get. Domingo Santana, same. And then the pitchers, a couple of the young guys are unknown, but Cleveland's just been cranking out pitching that you kind of have to believe in it, and I'm I'm guessing that's where your skepticism is coming from, Trev. 
they do crank out pitching and they're similar to like the Rays or even the A's, how they are able to do that. It's incredible. Like what a gift as an organization to be able to have a development department that could opposite of the pirates can can (laughs) give you cheap starting pitching. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, it's not even the pitching that I'm looking at. I, I also don't love their lineup. I mean, I know there's some guys in there, but, Two, three guys can't do it for you. You got to have a longer lineup than that. So, I mean, the more and more I look at them, the more and more I like the White Sox over the Indians. And okay. I really am waiting for you guys to convince me. Obviously, I know about the studs that are there. What am I missing about this Indians team? I think. Why are they going to finish over 500 this year? They had. They had. Because of the schedule? The. Their pitching's good, man. Like, like so good that they don't need the, a top offense. Like Bieber last year finished with what a uh, three two eight ERA. He had a one forty four ERA plus. Clevenger was like a, a pick to win Cy Young. He finished with a two seven one ERA. And think about that. Okay. Think about how little offense you need to win when those two guys are on the mound. Savale, what? That's two. Yeah, but the sieve had like a one, like a crazy numbers. Yeah, crazy. And then you got Cookie out there. Didn't Plesac have good numbers? So, like, I don't know. Their pitching's really good. And when you have – you don't have a ton of studs. I get what you're saying. But the studs you do have, Ramirez and Lindor, if they can go off for a 60-game season, not only are they trouble, they're unstoppable. So, if you get, like – Three of those five pitchers dealing, and you get Lindor and Jose hot with someone getting on base for them. You have a monster of a team, and I don't even care what the other four batters are doing. Like, so everything has, they have to all be hot at the same time. But I think if ever, they're all hot at the same time, I think they're scary. No, in no. That, in that league and division. What always gets me about the Indians and the way they have their lineup right now, I mean, normally it's it's Lindor, Ramirez, Santana, but they have Hernandez up there. <laughs> right now this lineup starts out with four switch hitters. Like I, I think that's kind yeah. of a mental mind fuck when you're a pitcher and you go out there and everyone's against the side that you have lesser numbers. And, man, I I think – the other thing is like, okay, what can you really bank on? And I think it's funny we see these fan graphs projections, and a lot of them seem low because, you know, it's an average and they have to be conservative. Their projections for Carlos Santana this year is to get on base at a 371 clip. Like, what these guys are proven and can do, I think, gives them a leg up. I think there could be an argument that there's potentially. If the White Sox players live up to their potential and everything we said about Robert is true and Giolito's the truth um, and someone else in their pitching steps up, yes, I think their lineup's deeper. They need the pitching to catch up. But how many home runs did Framo Reyes hit last year? He's a monster. I love him. Do you know how many? 37. Were? Exactly on the nose. I love him. He's huge. I, I saw, I saw with, him in person. He's a monster. With He's born an, to DH. With an 822 OPS. I mean, in San Diego for in half San, the year. In San Diego for half the year. The year before that, he played eighty-seven games. He had an eight thirty-eight OPS, OPS with a one thirty-one OPS plus. Like he's a dude. He's good. If they click, I think they're scary. If they fall apart, they're probably trading people. So that's the line there, right? Yeah. There. 
I mean, that's just like think about what you just said right there. Like they could either if they click, fall I think they're scarier than the twins. If they click, yeah. I think they're the scariest team in the whole region. I don't. I just don't. And you There's can't even th- say their team name anymore. Okay, I'm not calling them. It's true. Now. The Cleveland the Ball Club. Spiders. I'm just calling them the say, Cleveland Ball Club. That's a that is a really good point by James Trevor, and you know I don't like saying those words. Tell me which but one. But man, if you asked, I think almost any team in baseball who they'd rather see in a playoff series, the Indians or the Twins, I think people would rather play the Twins because you, you don't want to go. So, it's it's because your Yankee fans have seen the Twins get beat in the playoffs by the Yankees year after year it's, after year. No, after it's year. it's Shane Bieber and it's Clevenger, man. Yeah, I mean, you talk about a one game playoff, then maybe. No, no, three game or five game. I mean, I don't see it. I mean, we're gonna get to the Twins lineup, and then you're gonna be like, "Oh, okay." Then let's do it. Let's do your Minnesota Twins, Trevor. I, there's no one better to speak on it than yourself. Tell me about how gnarly these dudes are. Tell me how hot Max Kepler is. Tell me Sano's thigh is the side of my torso. Tell me all of it. So go ahead and look at the projected lineup on Fangraphs. Obviously, <laughs> like we just found out today about Buxton. Hopefully, he's okay. Because I do think he he could impact their team immensely if he's right and like has a career year, which I don't think he's had yet. I mean, defensively, he has. But putting the whole package together, he hasn't done that yet. And if he did do that, then they're the best team in baseball. Or at least have the best lineup in baseball. You know, I think if you're looking at a weakness of the Minnesota Twins. And it's kind of like same old story, except these guys are much better than when I played. I think the starting rotation still is, you know, I, I put Barrios, or Barrios up there with anybody in the league. I really do. Um, and then after that, I'm a little more suspect on it. Um, definitely some good guys. And there's you named some good one options, pitcher. You know. So after the one pitcher, then you're suspect? On the five man, <laughs> I don't think they're bad. They're not. It's not like they're nobodies. These are the, all the same for all the same reasons you talk about Keuchel, and you just made that, true. that argument. It's the same thing with the Twins. These guys, they get it done. You know what you're getting. So from do they have Oder. the flashy stuff like Clevenger has? No, but you know, they have pitchers. Uh, uh, you know, what's to say that Odorizzi and Maeda can't be the same pitcher as Bieber? I mean, he had a great year last year. Let's see if he can do it again. So I, I just that's their one their one thing. Their bullpen is maybe it's top three in baseball. Oh. Their lineup might be the best in baseball from top to bottom. Those two things mixed with the rotation they have, I mean they're just they run away with this thing. They should. If everyone's healthy, they run away with it. Let's get everything we agree on. The lineup's nasty. Crazy. When you look at it on fan graphs and you see that Arias could bat seventh when we've talked about him being a leader for the potential batting title. Um, I mean, Kepler, Polanco, Cruz, Donaldson, Rosario, Garver, Arias, Marwin, and then Buxton if he's healthy. Um, it's silly. It's silly. Um, I mean, a bone, Alex Avila is a pretty solid backup catcher if we really want to do that. I don't think we need to. Um, the lineup's nasty. Barrios, I'm with you. I like Barrios a lot. I think he's got to take it to another level if he wants to be with he's like back to back all star seasons, bro. Back to back all star is fine. All star doesn't mean shit, Trev. It's half the season. 
Stop telling me all stars. <laughs> that means he had. I'm a, just saying, it's not like this guy's. This, it's not like he's come up. I'm and not trying to knock him. Here's the better thing. Yes, back to back all stars. He's 26 this year. He's been really good. He, it's very possible he has another gear because when his slider's there, it's wipeout. Um, and and you're right. I mean, no, he's Rizzi, really he's really good. Barrios is really good. Rizzi, Maeda, Bailey, Hill. A couple of those guys are going to figure it out. Again, playoff series. I don't think it's the most intimidating, but it's if, the lineup. You if go, the lineup you does go. their thing, I'm going to disagree with you. On the, I'm going to disagree with you on the bullpen, man. Taylor Rogers is really good. I I like him a lot. It sneaks up on you. He's good. Sergio Romo, my haircut partner. You know, we're Taylor friends. Rogers does not sneak up on anyone. He was literally one of the best relievers in the game last year. Like he is an absolute animal. I was speaking of his fastball on the mound. You, he kind of slings it up there a little bit. Okay. Um, nobody else out of this bullpen really scares you. You know, Romo's going to give you the whole bag of tricks, and I love that. You know, May is nice. Like Duffy, Trevor May had a really, really good year last year. Duffy, Clippard. I don't. If you're a team and you're down one run in the sixth, seventh, eighth inning, like they have the pirate Hunter Wood. Hunter Wood. Like if Clippard, Duffy, May, Romo come out, you still feel like you're really in that game. Like, is that rude to say? Well, this is what I think about. Those guys. It seems like Trevor May and Tyler Duffy have been with the Twins forever. I mean, they were there when I was there. Difference now being they got a completely different staff in there that's doing different things. That's Maybe they were the Pirates when I was playing there as far as developing pitching. They're getting closer to, like, the Rays and the A's. What they're doing with these guys, like, all of their um, peripherals went up or down depending on which way it goes. I mean, I talked to these guys about what they're doing and their preparation. Um, all of their spin efficiency is better this year. Uh, it was better last year with, with the new methods that they're using. You can, like, find bumps in the numbers, and these guys have them. I just I, – I think they're very if, – if anything, they're very underrated. And, I, and I, will, I will stick my neck out there and say, like I said, they're a top five bullpen in, in, in all of baseball. I need a, I need a second – Shutdown guy, like I love Romo. He's he's thirty seven this year, but I need, like, in a playoff series, like, okay, if Barrios get it to Rogers and the other guy to get that playoff win, and I just don't see the other guy. It could be Trevor May. Okay, I think they're the best team in the division day in day out. I think their their lineup is scary and is going to carry them a ton. Uh, their pitching is a lot of guys like Keuchel and Geo, and I was saying I like them and they're good, but Odo's that guy. He's a little better than them. Like, Odo's pretty good. I think he guarantees you a game every time you're out there. Berrios, the same way. Berrios has been pretty bad in the postseason, and all I'm saying is if you – I think they're better than the Indians on any given day, but I think if you have Bieber, Clevenger, like – Firing if they if Bieber and Clever can shut down that offense, the Indians are a better team. You can make the argument for any team. No, I can't because I can't make pitchers. it about no because those guys are studs. Like those guys have the ability to be the three starting pitchers on the Indians have the ability to be the one two three on the Twins. 
Nobody's no, no. Who who? Clevenger, Be- Bieber, Clevenger, and Bieber. Clevenger and Bieber. Those two guys have the ability to be the one-two on the Twins. They have the ability to be the one-two on a lot of teams, Jim. Uh, not the Rays. Probably not the Yankees. I would say the Yankees. They're going to beat Over out Cole. Obviously not Garrett Cole. I would take away Garrett Cole after well, that. They could, be, they could both be just, the second guy. I don't think you get the exercise then. <laughs> I do. Just because you have Garrett Cole, he's better than everybody. You have to take him out. It's grading that's on a curve. That's my point. <laughs> that's my point. We're grading on a curve here. They would be, okay, either one of those guys would be number two on the, the Yankees. Yankees. Sure. Either one of them. Maybe. Not in the playoffs. Not the Yankees pretty, on a pedestal. I, I'm just saying I can see the Twins I've, dominating in 60 games and then losing in the first round again. What I've said they don't have entire down time pitchers. here, I said if I'm looking at the, the team, they're the weakness, the weak link in the chain, if there is one, is starting pitching. I yeah. said that. Well, then appreciate it from us as Yankee fans that that's been the weak link in our chain, that that's what we're worried about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, the, that's the, the worst piece to have a weakness. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But I think they should win the division with ease. I just don't love their starting pitching in a playoff series. God, and this this Fangraphs lineup didn't even have Sano in it because he's technically yep. on the COVID aisle right yeah. now. I mean, they can the lineup can be special and they can do special things. But after this regular season, they're going to have to show it because we've, we've seen the dance for a couple years now. I agree. I think that's what's in everybody's head. Yeah. And but that's again, it doesn't mean anything for this year. And if you thought that was hot, I think it's NL Central time, boys. And I don't even know, like, who's who's technically fourth? Is it the Reds by their street cred, but they may have the most talent? (laughs) Is it the Brewers because they're kind of blah, but they just win? The Cardinals do it constantly, and we love the Cubs, so I don't know. BBD, what team do you want us to do first? BBD. I think Reds. Let's do Reds Okay. They okay. gotta earn it. They gotta earn it in Cincy. Jim, these have become your Reds. Well, it's all you talk well, about. No, it's a the Reds have become the Rays, where we saw Trev say he was choosing the Rays, and then we saw like every publication jump on the bandwagon, like, check out the Rays. The Rays the yeah, Reds are doing that listen. right now. They listen. The, this week, the Reds are making the rounds as like I think Scott Boris said they were his favorite, they were his pick as a number one. Um the Reds are making the rounds as like, watch out. And I think it's a lot of, because you don't perceive them, like it's a lot of warning, warning, warning. Don't be surprised when this team is about to take the next step. And I believe that to be true. I think they're a pretty complete team, actually. I, 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 don't, I don't know how they fare against the others. And that's what I'm trying to maybe figure out, which we won't because on paper. But I do think they did a lot and they're good. They're they good. bring in Moose. They bring in uh, Castellanos. They bring in. They brought over Freddie Galvis, which, boo, not boo, but not exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Tough break for Freddie G. I'm uh, surprised he's still in there. He showed some pop from shortstop last year for Come a on. couple weeks, and then he. <laughs> what's What's cool about this team? What's really cool about this team is there one, and two, the three. reason why I think a lot of people are high on them is we're going to go back to player development. They brought in. Uh, Kyle Body from Driveline. He's running their whole pitching department throughout their whole organization. And we already saw them, whoever was their 
Was he there last year? I don't think he was there last year. Or was that his first year? Not sure. I want to uh, say it was his first year last know. year. Yeah. But they turned Sonny Gray around. Which or to me when I you know, him. But yes. But even before that, you know, when I played with him with the with Oakland, like he was kind of on a downward trajectory with his career. And if you just kind of look at what's going on, you know, he he only pitched 117 innings in 2016, then two teams uh, in 1762 innings. Just wasn't the sunny grade that we grow accustomed to. And then he came to the Reds and figured something out. And I don't know if it was just the National League bump, but if they can continue to improve guys like that and have Bauer take a step forward, because we've looked at his numbers before, and he gets a lot of hype and. I don't think he's had his best years yet. That's kind of like what I think about him, but, you know, maybe he goes over here, he's with this guy from driveline, and if he takes, like, another step, then we're looking at a really dangerous rotation and a really dangerous team here. Well, Bauer's getting pushed by Kurt Schilling now, so he's going to have a better second half to his career than Schilling. That's what he's got to do. And I think that's, with the Reds, man, it's it's just the temptation of, like, yo, if Sonny... Luis Castillo and Bauer are at their best. This team is gnarly and the best team in the Central. If those three dudes are dealing, and I mean, Sonny Gray was awesome last year, two something ERA. Bauer was really good after the trade deadline. I think he wasn't, right? I think he was bad when he went over there, but that was kind of a really weird trade. And, like, nothing mattered anymore. He went yeah. from, like, a playoff race to, okay, just fuck around for a bit. Um, and then Castillo's got all the talent. What happened with his year last year? Where'd he land? I know he was doing well. 133 ERA plus. Yeah. 3-4 ERA. Um, so yeah. this is, I was talking about Kyle Body, the guy from Driveline. If people don't know, Driveline is a, they basically have started the whole pitching revolution using data and different cameras and different computer programs to really stockpile data that pitchers have and then go in, dissect it up, and improve all that. So he brought his whole system to the Reds. They're sprinkled out all over the big leagues now. Uh, guys that worked at Driveline, they're all over the place. But he took his whole program. He's doing the Reds. He was hired last year in October. And it's going to be really interesting to see like what he does with all these pitchers. Hey, Trev, did you know that Eugenio Suarez – Got MVP votes in his last two seasons. I bet a lot of people wouldn't know that. I uh, did know that he can hit. He yeah, can dude's freaking good. hit. I mean, he had a great year. Yeah, he put up back to back 130 plus OPS plus seasons. So look out for that dude. And then he hit 49 homers last year. Yeah, nuts. It's and they dumb. bring over Moose and Castellanos to put in the middle of that order. So it, it depends on those three pitchers. Because I don't think their offense is amazing at all. Well, that's what I was going to say. But their pitchers I, can be. The story with the offense, like, Votto, you know what you're going to get. Like, he could bounce back. Even if he doesn't, like, he's going to get on base a little bit. He's going to be Votto. Suarez is one of the best players you might not know about. Moose is going to moose, hit the over on the batting average. Castellanos is a hitter. Um, <laughs> nuts against lefties, but he's just a good hitter. Who from Winker, who's a young guy? Um, Senzel was a top prospect, number two pick in the draft. They got Akiyama from overseas. Who's going to step up to be another piece in that lineup? Because it could be a deep lineup. It could also be a 
catch your breath before you get back to the big guys lineup. Yeah, Winker, Winker might take that step. He had, yeah, he had 16 hitter. home runs last year, 25 years old, but his other numbers were good, so we'll see. I, I would compare this team to the, ty- to, the, to the Indians with less offense. But they have the top three pitchers, and they have a couple good bats sprinkled up front, but not as many as the Tigers. I mean the, the Indians. I keep saying the wrong thing. Okay. But I, but I like their pitching. I think shortened season, if you get your three guys firing – in a 60-game set, you're going to be good. And we haven't mentioned Miley or Descalfani, who are both good. <laughs> They're both good last year. Uh, I, I, got Disco? The, I got this team above the Indians. But I can see how you can compare the roster and, and, and how they match up. I, see, I could see that. But I think if you, with a schedule that was similar, that the Reds would win more games than the Indians. I think they're they've been the team all off season. Once they assembled, it's if they click, they're right. But I think everyone just needs to see it because we haven't seen a good Cincinnati team since uh. <laughs> Barry Larkin. I you mean, like Sean Casey? You like Votto, Trev? I do like him. You talking about as a player right now or as a person? Both. As a person, I do. He's always been super friendly. You talk to him about hitting if you want to. Um, as a player, I think Jake kind of hit it. Like, the guy's going to give you at bats. Um, and I know he, like, has a lot of pride in what he does and didn't have, you know, the best year last year. And I think he's probably going to come out with, like, that chip. And when you got a guy like that who's just, like, that kind of a mad scientist, like, puts the work in like him, you give him a chip. If he stays healthy, and, you know, we could see another – 400 OBP season out of him. No big deal. All right, cool. I like uh, I like looking at the schedules, obviously, but it's hard with the NL because yeah, they're all playing. They're each all other. playing each other. They're all playing I mean, each other. The Reds end with the Twins, which maybe that's fun. Down. Joey Votto's career on base percentage. Do you want it? Do you want it? I'm looking at it, so I won't guess. But 380, 421, 421. That's nuts. Here's I'm. That's a joke. Jimmy, part of the reason Jimmy brought that up, I'm not the biggest Votto fan. I don't love some of the antics. I, I get he's trying to have fun out there. Respect him as a ball player, obviously, the, the numbers you just said. It, what's in, I mean, 2018, he's 34. He gets on base at a 417 clip, a 126 OPS+. plus. That's down from a 167 OPS+. plus. He finished second in the MVP. He's Joey Votto. Last year, he had a 98 OPS+, plus, his first year under 100. So... 35 years old, he's going to be 36, a normal player. You know, that's that's kind of the the start of the end. If he bounces back, would love that for the Reds in baseball, but it's definitely something you circle because they still owe him a lot of money. That fucker Bryce Harper beat him out for the on-base percentage leader in 2015. It's <laughs> the second best on-base percentage of Joey Votto's career. He didn't even... Lead the league 450, 459 Jeez. 459 he didn't lead the league Bryce beat him with 460 Alright Let's get off Cincy Let's go to Milwaukee We are chewing up some clock So let's try to hit it but let's not This is talking baseball people enjoy it Love it breathe it I'm in on these brewers You guys saw it happen the other day I just think they've got a little bit of the recipe Whenever they're winning games, they kick it to that bullpen, which Hader, 
Corey Kniebel, my guy, Evil Kniebel. Um, and I, I just like those those guys down there. I think it's deep. I think whoever figures it out in this shortened season, whether it's Suter, Burns, Claudio, Peralta, I think they're going to have that bullpen. The starters don't scare you at all, but they also give you starts. And that lineup's sneaky deep, and I just feel like the Brewers figure it out. I don't always know why, and that Yelich guy helps too. I yeah. don't know. I mean, I look at this lineup, and I—I I mean, I—I I think they just find ways to get it done, like you're saying. Like it's, you don't look at it, and you're not super impressed with it. But whether it's recency bias or maybe the Christian Yelich factor, I don't know. But you're always like, damn, the Brewers—they can get it done. Like they get hot. That's like what they do. They—they they, they find ways to get hot and stay hot. Is that sustainable? I don't know. I think the DH helps this team immensely. I think they have the biggest bump from that DH factor. Mm. Remember that for the Cubs. Mm, yeah. It, how are they going to use their pitching? Like, right now, Hauser's listed as their two top rotation guy. Hauser, what's the very most pitch, young pitching staff. What's the most pitches he threw? young pitching staff. So he, he broke 80 pitches seven times last year. <laughs> You know what I mean? 60 like, game season, baby. But I don't think they they don't have the September call up. Maybe they've yeah. crushed these first two weeks, but um you know, their other guy, Woodruff, right? You know how many times he broke 80 pitches last year? Okay. A lot. But oh. 18 games. So he's a legit starter. But like, all right, who else is there? Anderson's got bullets. Lindblom came over from the KBO, so I just don't that. know how they're going to use their pitching. You, you know how they like to use their pitching when the season's on the line and they have a 40-man roster to use the bullpen. You know they got the 30-man to start the season. When they settle into that 26-man roster and they're not getting help, I, I just don't know how they're going to do it with their pitching. They're not going to be able to get as creative as they want to get. Mm. I agree. It's it's tough for me to look at this team and be like, they're going to win the NL Central. But then again, I look at the other teams like, who's going to win it? Yeah, they're still up there. And they just have bodies, man. Like we, I, I know we're obviously not deep diving into bench, but that'll be a factor. Like, Jed Jorko's a pro. Uh, Brock Holt currently on the bench. Ben Gamble. Um, Healy. I mean, these are all MLB dudes that whoever gets hurt or steps in, they're going to give you MLB at bats. The Brewers just find the way. Yeah, um, they do. <laughs> I looked it at just looked like at Brett Anderson's game log. Brett Anderson's game log last year is nice. Anderson's a pro. He doesn't strike anybody out. So <laughs> he was good in fine. Oakland. All that ground yeah. and defense. That'll be interesting. And the Yelich guy. I feel like we should mention him again because stud. But I think about who they lost. We're thinking about like the team that got hot last year and. Should have beat the Nationals, <laughs> but one play. Yeah. Uh, they lost Grant. They lost Grandall. They lost Moose. They lost Eric Thames, Jordan Lyles, Gio Gonzalez, Drew Pomeranz, Jeremy Jeffress. I mean, they lost a lot of people from this team. Yeah. So maybe we're just thinking back to last year and being like, oh, I, I remember how good they were, but they lost a lot of freaking players, man. They did bring in guys. I mean, it's there's none of the big names, and I think this is what I was wondering during the offseason, whether that like would it have been worthwhile to go get one big name. But Avisail Garcia's got some nice stuff. Justin Smoke, Narvaez was 
great last year. Sogard's a pro. Like they, they brought in dudes for that. It's it's Brewers. I, look, magic, I like those guys, man. but they're not they're not replacing Grandal and Moose. Oh, uh, they got Holt, they got Holt and Morrison. It's just bodies. Yeah, those guys it's aren't just, replacing him either. Just bodies. Okay, jeez. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. What about Jed Yurko and Sogard? Bodies. Jace Peterson? Come on. Bodies. Yeah, bodies. That's Jace. that's what the Brewers do. They body you to death. Yeah, they They do. have studs in the lineup. They Yelich. a clubhouse culture thing, too. Like, <laughs> they just think they're going to win. I mean, we know a couple of their guys. They're friends of the pod, friends of yeah. the program. They just think they're going to win, dude. Yeah. And that translates sometimes. So, <laughs> when you look at it on paper, which is what we're doing right now, we're like, eh. But I bet you when we see him play, we'll be like, okay, see? If we were a Brewers podcast, I think the shirt would be Yelich, Bodies, Hater. Like, that's the, that's the plan. Figure yeah. out a way to make that work. <laughs> and they can do. Loren- if Lorenzo Cain can, like, get back to form, that's a big help. To yeah, me. and we, we've heard he was hurt last year, and that's – to any baseball fan out there, if you have a, a really good player that has an outlier bad year – that's normally the hint. That's that's something we found out the further we've gotten into the baseball world. I think if we go back at his cur- if you look back at his career, 2014 and 15, four four war, six one war. Then he had an off year with a two two war, and then it was four two five seven. Then he had an off year with a one five. So you're looking for a bounce back year from Lorenzo. Bounce back. So it's called Let's sequence, su- people. Do you mo- come on sequence, Trevor Plouffe? Check it out, John Boy Media YouTube. Trev, how'd you like hitting in Wrigley? Only played one game there, um, and it was okay. Okay, I didn't. I didn't really get to experience like the extreme um, hitters' wind, uh, and I didn't get to experience the extreme pitchers' wind because it does go both ways there. Um, but definitely a cool place to play. But. For everything that I've heard about it, it's either one way or the other. It's either going to be a launching pad or you're going to hit a fly ball that you think's a home run and it's going to land at second base. So, Dude, the Cubs, I hate the NL Central, man. Top of their lineup stacked. Stacked. Brian, yeah. Rizzo, Baez, Absolutely Schwarber, stacked. Contreras. And then even after that, it's Jay Hay, our guy Ian Happ, Kipnis, high T. High T guy. <laughs> And, I mean, uh, another team I just talked about, the Brewers bench. I, I mean, does Nico Horner, the top prospect, does he find a way in there? Yeah, Daniel he's the Descalso, Bodie. For me, the Cubs come down to pitching, and it gets a little scary after you, Darvish. You don't like Kyle Hendricks? I like Hendricks. I like Hendricks. Hendricks is nice. I, I, I should give him more love. Hen- Hendricks, is, more Hendricks love. is really good. I saw Lester in the two-hole, and Lester's clearly – Starting to come down from the pitcher he was. Short season, though, man. Short season. Ten good starts. I want to go back, and I need to know who I picked in this division <laughs> when we did it in February. Because I think I picked the Cubs. You can change, man. 60-game season. I honestly still don't really even have a lean. As we're talking through all these things, I'm it's like, brutal. Oh, the Reds seem good, but who knows? It's, it's a very difficult thing. I think. No, I don't have a this, lean at all. <laughs> This None? team is like every time I look at a team, I'm like, oh yeah, they could win the central. Yeah, I like Hendricks. How bad was Lester last year? Ugh. Ugh. 
He got some duds. Going by the Jimmy stat, which is three earned runs or less, keep you in the game. He had 20 of those, but he had 11 where you're going. Bad. And, I mean, Tyler Chatwood slotted as your fourth. Alec Mills is the fifth. I'm not very familiar with Alec he had Mills. Se- I'll be he honest had, with he had, you. Lester had seven games where he, he tanked the team, five earned runs or more. That's how I look at game locks, everyone. I don't that, know if you know that about me, yeah. but I've been doing it forever. That that bullpen's been a problem for years. They have Kimbrel. He's kind of not the same Kimbrel. Seven, but, yeah, seven out of thirty-one games where you can point and be like, "That game was on Lester." That's a lot. I I don't know. The pitching just scares me. I I love this lineup, and like I see so much more talent than the Brewers throughout this lineup, but I don't know, man. I just don't know. But, I mean, if that, that top fucking eight batters can bang. Yeah. They get the DH, this is which helps them. Seeing, this is what we're seeing what happens when you go out and buy starting pitching, which they did, and it worked out for them. At the start. But now we're in those back years of these contracts, and it starts to take a toll on what you can do, you know, with your roster. Developing starting pitching is the best recipe. Everything. It's very hard to do, though, Trev. Not a lot of teams can do it. Not a lot of teams can um, do it. I don't even know, man. I don't even know what to say about the Cubs. Right? You are are literally wearing a Cubs jersey today, Dawson jersey. And I I feel bad because you're a Cubs fan who you've been listening to this whole podcast. We've got to the Cubs. The NL Central has exhausted us at this point because it's, I mean, just close your eyes and pick one. The lion, the lineup's crazy. Darvish is one of my favorite pitchers to watch in baseball when he's right, and I think I think the light bulb clicked back on at the second half of last year. He's had some inconsistency stuff, but I don't know. Up and down this pitching staff, they need Darvish and Hendricks to be like special. Yeah, or the yeah, or the or the bats. I'm telling you, if this season comes down to pitching, the Reds are the favorite. Well, let's get to the Cardinals, but the Reds, yeah. the Reds top three. If it comes down to a pitching show, 60 games, I don't know what's going to win a 60-game season. <laughs> no idea. I haven't seen I it. I have no idea. But if it is pitching, the Reds are looking good. Let's see what the Cardinals got going. They, we, know we, got the, we know they got our boy Jack. Into the Lou. Nelly. Murphy Lee. My guys. Let's start with the pitching. We were just there. Jack Flaherty, good potential. We saved him for last. So are we saying that this is the best team in the NFL? No, I really don't know. BBD just chose the we Reds. Kind of, yeah, we kind of went in a weird direction because I, I don't know about these four. I think they're the yeah, they're the best run organization in the Central? Question mark. Okay. Like St. Louis has, they're just like always there. It feels like. Okay, I can see that. Uh, Flaherty's a stud. Culturally, they they do it. Wayno wasn't fantastic Wayno's last getting year. up there. Dakota Hudson's young and a former top pick. I don't know. Give me something good, Dakota. Mikolas was solid last year. And then Hyun Kim, I, I'll be honest, I can't give you the scouting report on him. I, Dakota I'll, had a good year last year. I mean, 32 games start with a 3-3 three, three year. Is pretty yeah, good. take that. Um, I like their bullpen. I like their bullpen a lot. Dakota yeah. Hudson by the John Boy uh, schedule, 30 out of 33 games matters. with three earned runs. It's pretty what, good. What is it? 
30 out of his 33 starts, he allowed three earned runs or less. That's really good. It's, it's kind of a weird stat, though, Jim, because what if he goes five innings? No, I'm looking at that. Five innings and three earned runs with the bullpen is great. It's new league. That's not very good. You, you know what that that cumulative ERA is? That's like what is that? BBD. Just I don't. I don't like there. ERA. It's, re, it's really. So. I'm just saying, like that's not very good. Well, his ERA was a three thirty three. The quality start is what six uh, six, six and, and two. Three. But baseball's changing like crazy. I see no change. It puts a lot of pressure on your bullpen if you're going five and three every time. But you can do it every now and then. I'm just yeah. saying he's never. Jim likes it as a it's a give your team a you're chance to it. win. Yeah, yes. it's a chance to win. That's all you're at at the end of the day. That's all you're asking from your starting <laughs> pitcher. That's the stat name, chance to win stat. Chance to win. I think we named it. We always forget whatever I name it. But I mean, only twice. <laughs> What's that? You've always called it just a compete. Compete stat. Compete. Yeah. Compete stat. That's what I call it. Um, so twice <laughs> that, last that can, year. That comes from a Derek Jeter fan. Twice <laughs> last year, Dakota Hudson kind of blew the game for his team. Out of 33 starts, where he gave up five earned runs or more, where it's like insurmountable, this sucks. Even if we win, it's not anything that Dakota did. So that's a pretty good season. Dude, all these teams drive me nuts. I don't like ERA, Trev, because you have one balloon game. Of course, I know. I don't like ERA either. I'm just saying. I like Goldie. If you saw a guy with that ERA, you'd be like, that's not a good pitcher. Right. Yeah. I like Goldie bouncing back. I'm unsure that Carpenter would would love it, like watching him play. So do the St. Louis fans. Colton Wong, Tommy Edmond, who's stepping up in the outfield? Is it Tyler O'Neill? I mean, Bader special with the glove, not sure with the stick kid. Paulie DeYoung, Lane Thomas. I don't know. The lineup... The lineup doesn't do much for me, if I'm being honest. The Cardinals, besides Jack Flaherty don't, and, and Goldie, don't do much for me. And I I, I don't know. Like, I want to like this the is, Cardinals. They're a good run organization, and the fans are, are nice and all that. But, like, I've tried to go into this, and I'm like, I'm scared of Cardinals fans because they always tell me I hate their team. Yep. Say positive stuff. Say positive stuff. I'm never blown away when I see the lineup. But I think they kind of just do it. Like, Harrison Bader's is, a guy that, like, he'll get you some wins, but it's not going to show up on paper. This is the most well-rounded team in the NL Central on paper. Okay. I can agree with that. So, again, I forget who I picked to win the NL Central earlier in the year. (laughs) I think I might have picked the Cubs. I might have picked the Cubs. I'm not saying that I'm going to pick the Cardinals now, but they are the most well-rounded team on paper. Their lineup is – it's like decent, decent, decent if you go lineup, rotation – bullpen i think their their rotation's better than decent i think actually think their bullpen is pretty damn good too you got you got three studs at the top right there if you look at this what we're looking at here you got uh carlos martinez ryan helsley who we did in a bat with christian yelich um on my show sequence shout out sequence they uh he went over and he said this guy's nasty he did hit a homer off him, which is very Christian Yelich-like. But, <laughs> it's very nice uh, of you, Yelich. Then, yeah, you have Andrew Miller there. Obviously, Jordan Hicks opting out. We don't know if he was going to be completely ready or not. But uh, that's definitely not helpful to them. Gallegos currently isn't listed on there, and he was special last year. I don't know if he's Corona, but the the depth guys, the depth guys in their bullpen, John Gant, Tyler Webb, maybe not guys you'd be familiar with, but they're good. They're good. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, it's it's what we're all saying. Like they're a well-run organization. The defense on this team is potentially special. I mean, start going around the horn. Yachty, Goldie, Colton, Wong. I mean, those are all Gold Glovers. I believe Goldie's got one. I'd have to double check that. Bader's um, really good out there. Like it's all around. They may be the best team, like you're saying, but they're not the strongest in the division at any anything except Jack Flaherty. I could say I I think their starting pitching is probably right up there with the Reds. I if think they're the, a little deeper than the if Reds. If the Reds are at full tilt, you want the Reds, but you can't guarantee that. You know, Bauer's been inconsistent. Sonny's had some inconsistency. Jack Flaherty <laughs> is it. I mean, he yeah. trumps every single person that, you, that they have in that rotation. Goldie, three-time Gold Glove winner. Thank you, Jake. Um I'm going to say it. Say it. I, whoever I picked earlier, I'm <laughs> calling BS on that. Unless I pick the Cardinals and I'm going to pat myself on the back. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking these, th- these are the front runners for the NL Central. And I don't think that's a hot take. Shrug. I don't know. I just completely don't know, which is good. It's going to be What are fun. the Vegas numbers right now? I'm interested because I, I'll be honest. Like, we're, you know, this is a baseball pod. You probably want some takes. None of us are surprised if any of these four teams win the division. Yeah. Right now, Pakoda, our guys, our, our guys. fame stat has the Reds at 33 wins, winning the NL Central. The Cardinals behind the Cubs at 30 and a half wins. So they're projecting the Reds to do it. Yeah, I'm on a. Sportsbettingdime.com, which was updated July 14th, which I think is today. Yeah. And they've got, they have the Reds and the Cubs, essentially. They have the Reds and the Cubs with the same odds. <laughs> St. Louis just after them, and then Milwaukee a little bit deeper. So I get it, and I don't get it at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, look. Brutal. You could make it. I'm making a pick. I made a pick. I've changed it. I think the Cardinals are going to win the division. But it's too tough. Too tough to call. Is that division going to be the biggest emotional disaster? Like, if someone gets swept, it's going to be like, fuck. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They just beat each other up. They might not produce a wild card because they're all going to be beating each other up yeah. too much. That's interesting. But I think the East yeah, is providing know, a wild card anyway. At least one. Maybe two. <laughs> no, because they'll be beating each other up. That's going to be interesting. Wild cards are going to be so interesting with the un- unlevel playing field. But, yeah. I'm not giving right. a pick. I don't got one. St. Louis Cardinals, New York Mets right now. Mets. Like, I like the Mets roster better, but it kind of goes back to what we talked about yesterday. The whole, like, they they just Mets themselves so much, and the Cardinals are well run yeah. that I lean Cardinals. Yeah. Intangibles, All Trev. Right. All right. Baseball's great. Can't wait to look back on these and be like, God, that was a stupid day. Oh, yeah. Trevor Williams shoved. Pirates. <laughs> Probably won't. Pirates traded for Lindor. <laughs> Imagine. All right, we're out. Thank you guys very much. We'll see you next time to do the West. Whew. That'll be a ball of fun. Jake's NL West. Jeez. Rocks, baby.